Nothing in common. Nothing to say, nothing to comment. I can't stay, come for the comments. All right. What's poppin', y'all? Back for another episode of the Dots Up Podcast. This is episode 65. We here with the world's most dangerous host. Took that from the scammer boy, DJ Envious, Charlemagne the God. Well, Charlemagne the God's not a scammer, but DJ Envy, allegedly. But I do like that tagline, world's most dangerous host, which I do think they got from NWA. Um, however, speaking about music, <laughs> let's jump right into it. Uh, we'll check in back with uh, what we've been up to later on, but let's talk about music real quick. Since Drake dropped his new album for all the dogs, um, just wonder if people got any chances to listen to it, what they thought, and then we could get into how people um, online reaction, what's going on in that world. Um, but yeah, anybody want to take it away? What they think? I'll start off by saying I thought the album was solid. I think it usually takes at least a couple weeks to figure out like my actual opinion on it. I didn't think it was as bad as like, was that honestly never mind? Like it wasn't on that level of just, you know, bullshit. But I don't think it was like one of his better products projects, but I think it was a solid project all in all. Um the song that really is getting to me this morning, I was listening while while doing my clean my morning cleaning was uh the Rich Baby Daddy with Sexy Red and um and um Scissor. Song's pretty catchy. Word. I feel like Scissor been cleaning up Drake on her features. Um the Slime You Out song. I really like Scissor's verse over Drake's verse. Took me a while. All with with all of Drake's music that's come out like post not even I was gonna say post Scorpion, but I'm before Scorpion. I feel like it takes a while. For me to warm up to the even views, now nah, views was views was dope, views was dope, but um, it's just every, every everything since then it's been like real slow, um, slow to warm for me in Drake's music. Yeah. Um, I think part of that is just like us growing up, and it's weird because he is thirty six or turning thirty six. So it's like he's been rapping about the same thing for the better half of a decade, even maybe ongoing a decade. And it's like there's just no change in content. There's no maturation in content. And like, yeah, it's fun to party to. It's fun to listen to. But like I always say with Drake, it's like popcorn or cotton candy. Like it's it's good in the moment, but it's like no sustenance. It's like it doesn't do anything for you other than that. And like my opinion on this album is I definitely probably have to take a while to listen to it more to see what i vibe with because on first listen i thought it was i didn't i wasn't vibing with it like i don't want to call it trash um but i don't want to call it mid either but because yeah nah some of it just the second half of it was really hard for me to get through um but i think the standout track and the standout verse goes to j cole um and i think he cleaned up drake in that but yeah, even I I like Certified Lover Boy more than I like this, and I was hard on cer- Certified Lover Boy, but I and now I feel like I treated that a little too harshly, like the Thanos meme. Perhaps I treated you too harshly, but I, I like Certified Lover Boy. Um, think that's a sleeper album of Drake's. But yeah, someone else. Do you guys feel like Drake is just pushing out content like a lot quicker than anybody could grasp? Because for me, I'm just like. He's still on tour for her loss and this came out. Um, but I do agree with you, D. I feel like for me, I don't really see like Drake evolving in a sense. Um, it's kind of like, you know, some of those friends who haven't like settled down, who are still out here at the club doing their thing. And it's just kind of like, yo, we can't, you know what I'm saying? It's just kind of like what you mentioned, we're in a different chapter of our lives. Cause for me, I'm always going back to the views. I'm always going back to, you know, nothing was the same because that was during like our college days, right? A point in time, like music that we can, you know, associate a specific time of our lives to. And for me, I don't know. I I haven't really listened to the album like that. I think for me, it's something that I got to really sit with. I'm really on that Diddy album though. If y'all haven't listened to that, that love album off the grid, definitely like no skips. Um, 
to me, I think that's a really good album. And it shows even Diddy, who's been in the game for, you know, what, 30 plus years, just like his evolution of 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 his love and just like his vulnerability in this music industry. Yeah, and I think that's a good way to like highlight that. I love the Diddy album as well. I think there's so many good standout tracks on there. On the Diddy album, like you see artists who are there because they complement the feature, the beat, the sound. Like that's why they're there. With these artists that Drake is featuring, it's like why why are you featured on a Drake album? Oh, it was confusing for me. Like to me, I think it's it's clickbait. Like whoever's popping right now, I mean it's the it's the Drake equation or algorithm if you will right you're gonna have the hottest person out right now on your track because in a way it's drake and he's gonna jump on he's gonna either feature on your track to make it seem like it's his or he's gonna include you on a project in order to remain relevant and i think on the diddy album for me it was we talked about this offline d um kalani and ty dollar sign like the both of them on a track together what and Diddy has his his antics and his ways, but I felt like on this this album he's definitely brought the best out of um, the artist. I think he was very particular with every song. That Sway Lee melody or whatever he had was dope. Um, and then there's there's Dog, another even even Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber killed it. Justin Bieber went yeah, off. Yeah, I mean it was it was an entire production from start to finish. And when I talk about I could be in the car for about an hour and I'm just letting I'm I'm letting the the um the album play through. I think that that really speaks to the quality of work that was put out in addition to the Drake album. Cause I really try to give it a chance in terms of let me listen to Virginia Beach, which was the first song. And then I'm 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 peeping the chatter and stuff in the in the dots up group. And people are like, yo, y'all gotta listen to that that uh J. Cole track, right? And J. Cole gets on there and obviously washes Drake, right? Um, but for me, I'm just I'm bouncing around. So for me, like I said, I just I just need more time with it. But right now, that's the standard. That love album is the standard. That is the album of the year. For me, um Drake Drake to me is like he's like a factory. You know, like like you said, he's on tour for his last collab album. And he just dropped the album. And I, I even heard him say he's got to stop for, like, his health and stuff. Like, he hasn't been feeling that well. But um, it's like when you hear, like, like when I when I was in high school, five guys came to my town. And everybody was like, yo, there's a five guys coming. Like, and that was, like, a popular chain. And then now I'm grown. I've experienced so many five guys. That I'm like, all right, I'll get some five guys. Like, that shit's going to smack. But, like. I'm not I'm not texting my boy and saying, yo, let's get let's get to this five guys. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I've already seen enough five guys. I've already seen enough Drake albums. And I've been told that I'm supposed to be really hyped and really expect a masterpiece every time that, you know, I'm dragging my feet. It's, it's almost how I feel when new movies come out. Like, what's the fucking rush? It's not the movie's not going to get better or worse be, until I watch it. Like, so. It's just like I, I'm. I know there's gonna be some good shit. Like I know what I'm gonna get, but I've been to five guys, man. Nah, I feel you. And I think I think that is something that could possibly be working against Drake is how much he puts out. Like I on one on one end, it's like, yes, that's admirable. The work ethic is admirable to be able to do that. I've he's probably the only one of the only people in the music industry who's working at that level. Um, like even Beyonce, even though she's touring, she's not putting out, she put out a new album last year, but she's not putting out like two albums in a year and going on tour. She only did 56 cities while she also just became probably the highest grossing tour, one of the highest grossing tour people, but, um, and only doing 56 cities. That's, that's crazy. She almost grossed a billion, but, um, like, so the amount he puts out might be working against him. And, and I think we saw this with Lil Wayne too. Um, the amount of music that Wheezy was putting out, like eventually it just comes to like a point where it's like, yo, you gotta you gotta chill out. Like you're giving away all the bars. Like so it, I think, it affected yeah. itself. <laughs> yeah, that, that that too. So much so that he don't even remember his own lines. 
people rapping yeah. him. He was like, oh, oh shit, that's dope. Who said that? <laughs> I mean, when you got like this nigga literally has at least like 800 songs. Facts. Facts. That are released. Yeah, but it, at it, least. It, it, getting back to your point about the features, Rashawn, it feels like Drake is definitely way riding, but in a way, and also to your point, Trev, that just feels so much more inauthentic. And I know Reed's mm. not here. So we can't talk about the authentic and authentic talk, but it just feels so clearly like, all right, I see what you're doing. It doesn't even, it breaks my immersion immediately. So it takes, it takes me out of the song. Um, I don't know. I don't want to be too harsh on it. Cause I always feel like I come back around to Drake songs or Drake albums. Like I didn't like the single slime you out, but like now that I listen to it, like I like it more and more. So I don't want to be too harsh to it to give it a chance to grow, but I definitely was expecting more. And also I've I've been accused of being a Drake hater by by some people. And it's like it's not that I hate Drake. It's just if you're gonna call yourself the GOAT, then I'm gonna hold you to a GOAT standard. Um and that's 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 what it is. So maybe I am more critical with him. Um but I think I I don't think that's bad for me being that critical of Drake. If he's if he's commanding all this, if he's saying he's one hit away from Michael, like if you're putting yourself in the same category of these legends, the Beatles, Michael Jackson, I'm gonna scrutinize you. <laughs> so that's what that is. That that eight AM in Charlotte, that shit was fire. That's probably that's probably one track I was like, damn. Except can we get did, am I tripping? I don't know. I'm not on like X. Really like that? The little uh verse from his son, like what the fuck is he saying? Yeah, Why did Drake was... hear that? He was like, yo, that's... son, pause, 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 pause. What did he say, T? Yo, he was like, My man's my man's. I like did he say I like it when you like it or like it when you lick it? Yo, I, I think even, I like it when you like it like that. Something like that. But it was oh, okay. this shit was weird. Yeah, like, don't talk to my mans like that. Like, I yeah. was like, yo, you could have had him say something better. <laughs> uh, like, I, it just sounded like it just sounded like I've listened to it multiple times. Wait, is he really saying I like it when you lick it? Did his dad tell him to say that? Like, but then he's like, my mans, my mans. And I'm like, huh? He's romantically <laughs> interested? Is he too? Like, what's going on here? I, it, I don't. Yeah. Coach him I, up, Drake. I didn't get to listen that to that out. part yet, so I can't really speak to that. But oh, it's weird. But getting... and then I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, then in the go next and the next song, he jokingly refers to like saying like something like some kind of bars or raps or weak or trash or something like like a two year old wrote it. So I'm like, okay, is it like a ode to like the weird shit you had your son saying or weird sounding stuff? <laughs> I don't know, but that part is weird. Like if I know this don't is going out to the masses like that. <laughs> yeah. I, but just the, I like it when you it sounds like he says I like it when you lick it. And that part that like, Toronto like, accent. It sounds, if it sounds even a little bit like that like somewhere back in the stew cuz <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Yo man, but no, he says that line in uh the J Cole the J Cole song. He says um the, the verses they send me are terrible, like two year olds or something like that. Yeah, so I thought and that that's the tr- the track before that. I think is mm. when he has his son saying that tomfoolery. If yeah, we can, can we be honest too, like about like the last few Drake projects? Are we talking about features in general too? A lot of times Drake has been carried by his features. Yes, he has. Like Recent, I thought to me, he's been I, getting, thought he's been 21, little, I thought twenty one. I thought twenty one Savage was better on. Her loss than Drake was. Mm. was that sounded like a Twenty One Savage album, not a Drake album. It did. It just sounded like Drake was back to like 2010 doing choruses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do your thing, Twenty One. That's what you're saying. It's like, all right, carry me, Daddy. <laughs> yeah, he was like, he was Yo. like, like besides like the first track where like where Drake definitely had to go back and write a second verse because how Twenty One Savage carried the song. He was like, nah, I got to do something to keep me on this track. Ain't gonna say, ain't gonna say, I got carried on this first track. Yeah, but it's and... like it's been it's been like that for for a while. Like I don't think that's why. For me, I don't think you could ever put Drake in the goat conversation in terms of rapper. If you want to say like as an entertainer, sure. Yeah, pop artist. 
that's what he makes his pop music. It's not rap. It's not rap or hip hop. It's not R and B. It's pop. He 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 blends he blends the genre so well. And I think that's what it is. It's like he's he's masquerading as a hip hop artist. That's a pop artist. And it, it, that's what's working so well for him. But to to your point about features, um, like, and I, I know I'm stuck on this J. Cole thing, but I think this is like a, a microcosm of everything that's wrong. If you hear in that song, J. Cole, the content J. Cole's talking about, about how he's the GOAT, about how he's good, about addressing beef, why, he pieced it up with uh, YB, um, NBA Youngboy or whatever. Um, and Drake is just talking about how many girls' numbers he has in his phone. And it's like, <laughs> why are we talking about this right now? You're supposed to be talking about how you're the best rapper in the phone, and you talk about you got the same girls, the same name of this of different girls in your phone over and over again. And I think it's that's like, just the that's the difference there again. It's like evolution and and just priorities. Like Cole's priorities are different than Drake's, right? Like Drake's gonna make a love song where he's gonna also hate on his ex, and you know, just just provide that toxic behavior where you know cole is talking about some some real life shit you know what i'm saying so i don't know it's just again looking at drake in comparison to like a j cole is like having a friend who's still out here in the streets that goes to bars on saturdays or is looking to on tuesdays (laughs) you know that's what i'm saying looking to to go out and have a good time versus like yo i'm trying to chill and 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 hang out with my son and and my wife and that's that's a good time not saying that either or are bad but it's just like i i I can't relate to that lifestyle anymore because i'm not living that yeah and even the way his what he's doing with his image like all the hair clips or the berets it's just like i don't it's not connected with i was was gonna ask did anybody find that weird i found it very weird it's like why are you doing all these gimmicks you don't yeah. need to be a gimmick. You're you're Drake. You don't need to do yeah, gimmicks. and that's and you like even though you're, you're yeah you're black, but like you don't like that's not that's not <laughs> that's not your lane of black. Right, like right. Asian people black, and I don't be at carnival walking in the parade because like that's not my event. Like you know right. like <laughs> yeah. What, what are you doing? You're okay, looking like that shit. You didn't grow up looking like Doug Nipperson doing that, <laughs> bro. Like it's not even like. That's what I, I do try to think about it. Like, all right, like, you know, Ludacris did gimmicks with like all in his music videos or like Snoop Dogg looked differently, but it's like that was them coming up. Like that was never Drake coming up. Drake never did that coming up. And obviously you can change and you can evolve, but this just feels so clout chasey. Yeah, culture uh, vulture. Yeah. That is just like why? <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know what's up with yeah, I don't know what's crazy. up with it. But yeah, I think that speaks to we were talking about um, the beef that uh, Joe Budden and Jay Cole have been going through. I mean, sorry, Joe Budden and Drake have been going through, and that's been like a long seated beef that's been going back a while. Like Joe Budden sent like four diss tracks at Drake, and Drake had one line in that song with French Montana, "No Shopping," where he told him I can pump it up, and uh, I turned into the dude that you thought you almost was. Like, but so I guess it came back around because. Um, Joe Budden gave his opinion and he pretty much said the same things that we've been very saying. valid. Yes. <laughs> he said the same things that we've been saying about not understanding why Drake is doing features with the young kids and how Drake is Drake and he doesn't need to do all these other things. And Drake got uh pretty offended by it and made a long ass post that you can go look at that it took me a little bit to read. Honestly, I skimmed it, but Yo, it equates to yo, like you're you're being a hater. You're mad that your career didn't pop off. And by the way, I have more money than you. Mm. Mm. Honestly, it seemed like it was like it one person was down. stating no, was one person was stating a fact about what uh, opinion of what they think of somebody's music, and it wasn't a personal shot at. Mm-mm. I didn't think Joe Budden's comment was a personal shot at Drake. Pretty much, it was like constructive criticism, and Drake turned into a personal shot. That's how I took it. Mm-hmm. I, I neither in, in the situation, I didn't think neither was wrong about what they said about the other person, but one seemed very personal, and the other seemed very constructive criticism. Yeah, and and I've seen Joe be very demonstrative with his critiques before, and so seeing that I saw this response by Drake first. 
then I was like, oh, Joe must have been on some shit. And then I went and watched the video and I was like, that's that's it. Like, so to me, it makes me think that Drake is being extra sensitive about the album because maybe it's not getting the reception that he thought it would. And this is this is like after another after releasing Honestly Nevermind, which people didn't like either. He had the Her Loss album, which 21 Sat we just talked about is a collab album. Mm-hmm. And 21 Savage carries on that. So it's like that's not even Drake standing on himself. So um, I don't know what it's looking like for Drake right now, but he, I think he might be a little hypersensitive to the to the re- reception of the album. Yeah, Drake said I own a seven six seven. He owns a modest house in the nine seven three and fives first class on special occasions. That nigga was tight. yeah, like oh uh, yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. That nigga was tight, bro. That, like that's literally like someone saying like, oh man, you're not good at this. Your mama. Like, yeah, oh, exactly. like your yeah. mama poor right. like what right. <laughs> that is that is um a logical fallacy in your argument like it's called a straw man argument and that is when you attack the character or the per- or the person who made the argument yeah. and not attacking the argument so uh, immediately when you respond like that in my mind you lost like or you lost me like yeah maybe the kids will think oh he roasted joe like that's exactly my first theory. You, yeah. When he put that post out, he knew first of all, most kids are on Instagram anyway, and they're gonna see this comment. And that's who he made this argument for. Is to say like kids are like, yo, like Drake really got him, like Drake really got at him. And that's the thing, and yeah, like, exactly. And because yeah. let's be fair, let's be fair. The the audience that Drake has listened to his music generally is not listening to Joe Budden's podcast because, like you said, Drake's music hasn't involved. He's making music for people in their early 20s who are generally not probably listening to Joe Budden's podcast anyway. So to be honest with you, the fact that Drake said this probably got Joe Budden a bunch of more views on that video because they have to figure out what Joe Budden even said in this situation. Yeah, it just, it, it like, you're going to bring him views. Like, if you just ignored it, nobody would have thought anything of it. But now mad people are probably running to go listen and see what he said. And then they're gonna be like, "Hmm, he does have a point." Right. I am thirty-five. <laughs> I I don't do that shit anymore. I just wipe my baby's ass. Like, what? What is he? What? <laughs> and then honestly, it's gonna probably hurt drinking long run because people that like the young kids that are probably watching us are probably just realizing, like, wait a second, Drink is thirty-eight. <laughs> like, they probably didn't even know. Six, but... yeah. He's like, bro, I thought he was like 24. Like, this nigga's a creep. <laughs> yeah, that, that, like, that's a He was funny with, what's her name? Who just turned 18? Yeah, nah, Billy Bobby weird. Brown. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. Oh, yeah, that, that was yeah, weird. yeah. Um, The Hollywood shit. Bruised ego, bro. Like, when you put music out like this, yes, there's going to be a whole lot of public perception. So I do agree, like people are going to critique it a certain way. Obviously, I didn't I didn't listen to the clip, but from what I've heard from y'all, like it seems like Joe has stated facts. And then even just reading, why would you why would you even entertain that in a sense? Why would you write a fucking essay, bro? Just like disrespecting this man. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, it was, yo, some, but, it was some good good comebacks, though. But but You're for a me, rapper, but, put it in bars. But like, for me, exactly. And, come on, and, go to the studio. And y'all are both successful in 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 the industry that y'all chose. Like, yeah, okay, you said he failed at rapping, but like, yo, he's at the height of his his you career. Another lane, up, yeah. and, and, and podcasting, like that's admirable in itself. Yeah, so it's just like, why? No one is still making royalty trucks off the music, though. And to, yeah. and, let's be honest, no one is still making money to this day off of Pump It Up. And to be he's fair, successful like, music. It's his job to give his opinion on on music. Like that's 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 what he's he's carved his his career out to be. So like, if you're responding that way, that's kind of corny. I'm not gonna lie. Like that's that's corny to me. Yeah, it is. It it kind of it kind of goes to like when Charles Barkley critiques people, and then people go to Charles Barkley. You didn't get no rings. It's like that. That was still Charles Barkley. Like, yeah. right. you can't just invalidate his his uh experience or his opinion just because he didn't win a championship like that doesn't make any sense um yeah man bruised egos <laughs> at least go. like at least like when <laughs> here you go 
<laughs> before we before we move on to the next bruise ego topic, I just want to say, but like even like when the whole Drake and and Pusha T beef had started when he released uh, what was that Scorpion that he released, right? Mm-hmm. At least he put it in music. So like even though he didn't technically respond, respond, he still made quotables out of it. The the hide in the world for my kid bar. It's like at least like he put it something like that. So it's like okay, like he threw a shot at it, but didn't really respond to it. He could have did something like that with Joe Budden and kept it like that. And I don't this think nigga, anybody would have batted an eye. This nigga had a bar about um some girl blaming her behavior on being 25. Like, oh, you're 36. Like, you didn't hear that and be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like you were you were taking the city bus to school all by yourself when she was born. And you over here, like saying, Oh, it doesn't matter if you're 25. Like, that's crazy. Yo, does anybody think that like him and Little Yachty's bromance is a little weird too? Like, well, the music's not good. <laughs> yeah, but except for what was it, Oprah's bank account? That's the only song I like. That was good, but I mean, outside of that, just he's how old is he? Twenty three, twenty four. Yachty's like I thought Yachty's like our age. Nah, he's young, bro. I thought he was like early, uh, late twenties, early thirties. I could be wrong. Well, early thirty. Well, I thought he. Was- let me see. Let me see. Let me see how old this Yonker is. Twenty six years 26. old. Twenty six. I mean, oh, all right. Fuck. All right, never mind. So, a full I, I thought he was older. It's, it's on the fence. Well, yeah, little... and, and Joe and Lil Yachty had a little exchange when Joe was on Everyday Struggle. Oh, with when the three sixty contract. Yeah, Yachty didn't know he was in the three sixty deal. He said, "Yo, my nigga." <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what it hit him too. Like, damn. Yeah, Yachty's like, I'm 19. <laughs> Joe definitely, definitely had poor delivery on it, but I get what he was trying to say. But yeah, I was talking about all these bruised egos and stuff, man. Like people feeling disrespected. Like, what are you doing? You feel disrespected, man. Let me tell y'all about playing basketball with these two Mook and Shiz, man. Like, whenever you go, you got to be ready to go at any moment. Cause these these dudes be bruising egos left and right, man. So what happened? What happened when you hurt these dudes' feelings yesterday? Yo, tell the people. I actually thought I was on my best behavior, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> we had a we had a basketball game yesterday, playing in this educator league. Um, played against I don't know what school it was, but right off the bat, there was this guy who apparently was mic'd up. So. Mike, he was, what kind of league is this? It's educators and they put making YouTube content. Like, yeah, what? you know, yeah. you oh, there's there's more than that. More, there's more. There's more, there's that, more yeah. YouTubers more than, than that. Yeah, there's more. In, yeah, YouTubers. So I mean, he clearly had his side hustle going on. So that's weird. It, Go pick a different league. Exactly. So he, um, <laughs> one guy, he was going back and forth with me at the beginning of the game. It was, you know, just all within the flow of the game. And he said, "That's why y'all lost by twenty last week." That wasn't true. He said, now it's personal. So I'm like, oh, he's talking to me. So I got up in his face a little bit. But, you know, to make a long story less long, um, we ended up whooping the ass. Like, it was, we took him out of the game pretty early. And it didn't help that he was arguing with the ref (laughs) as well. So it was essentially seven on five because this guy, this one guy alone, um, I'm actually concerned from that school or their hiring process because he, the way he showed up in that space, he should, he definitely should not be around kids. Um, it was a situation where he went up for a layup and the ref called a charge and he said, what? And he said, yeah, bro, like you, you dropped your shoulder. He said, man, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> me and Michael, me and Mook looked at each other. We were like, uh, is that a tech? Like, what are we, what are we really doing right now? But you know, I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna give it to to Mook to then talk about where things started to escalate because uh he, he definitely started the um started the whole altercation. I don't know how you can say I started it. I was a, a victim <laughs> of circumstance in this point. Um so what happened? So, like you said, after the dude told the ref shut up. Um, to be honest with you, I don't think it was the. I don't think the refs were bad. I mean, obviously, I'm gonna say that if I'm gonna get into line and stuff. No, but, they weren't bad. They weren't bad. Yeah, it was like everything. Like I thought, everything I got going to the basket, I say, was warranted as a fight. 
Um, so anyway, it got to a point during the game where the fight honestly probably had more to do with the rest than it ever had to do with us to begin with. It was like frustration with the rest kind of boiled over into frustration with us. So it was a, a play during the game. I had just um, um, I went up for a layup and missed it. The dude on their team gets the rebound, and I slap it out of his hand. I might have made some contact with him. I don't know. The ref didn't call it, but whatever. I grabbed the ball, and um, he's still saying that he was mad about the play. I grabbed the ball and, like, go up to try to finish the layup. And he just kind of, like, grabs me and throws me down. So me, I jump up, and I'm walking to the free throw line. I never, I never reacted to him. So to be honest, the whole time while this is while the fight was going on, I had no idea what was going on because I low-key was not even involved in it. I walked to the free throw line, and at that point, people were face-to-face. So then, as I think it's kind of breaking up, I go get a mop, and I'm trying to wipe the floor up because there's a big sweat mark from where I hit the ground at. So I'm wiping the floor, chilling, doing my thing. Can I, can I just cut you off real quick? Yo, T, I never seen, I never seen Mook so disconnected with reality. Like, he just, like, wandered. He took a lap around the court, and there was just, like – the altercation unfolding where he was like this where large st- where it started where he, with him it started with him and then he walked away he took a lap around the court somehow ended ended up in the janitor's closet comes out with a mop and i'm like what is what is happening right now so he what happened was he got up fast you would have thought mook was about to do like a kip up or something like i thought he was about to fight this yeah, guy actually, he looked like but you know if you see mook yeah. fall you seen Mook fall in the in the league. Mook gets up mad fast. Mm-hmm. So if you're not used to that, then you think that's confrontational. So and much so got up the, mad fast. He got the up mad fast. Kind of stand, the dude yeah. was kind of still standing over him. Yeah. So when Mook got up, like he was in the dude's space. Oh, but so Mook he's like, right, set up. Yeah, Mook turned around and immediately and like went to. And that set the guy off because already the refs are they're going back and forth with the refs. So dude's mouthing off to the ref. Uh. Some guy on our team, honestly, I didn't I didn't think he had it in him. He, he runs onto the court, he's on the bench, and he starts yelling at the dude who fouled Moo cards. So I'm in the middle. You'd be proud of me. I'm trying to, you know, separate it. Like, yo, chill, chill. It's not that deep. And then I'm like, you know what the hell with it? Like, I'm gonna walk <laughs> to the other end and catch my breath because I'm thinking, okay, Mook's gonna shoot. Two free throws because he's going to the he's going to the line. He got fouled hard. I'm gonna get back on defense. Sitting back there, the dude who runs off the bench somehow teleports to the other end. He got behind me and he starts mouthing off at their bench. So they're going back and forth and stuff. So I'm like, yo, what the heck is going on? Again, I'm chilling and I look over. And this young lady is telling me, she's like, shut the F up, shut the da 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 da, shut the F up, shut the F up. So then I look at her and I'm like, oh, she's talking to me. So I go, you shut up. And then. <laughs> no, no, no. Rashawn skipped a whole bunch in there. You shut up. Rashawn skipped a whole bunch in there. First first of all, I, I started, I got upset, but my, the way my upset oh, yeah. gets, mm-hmm. you know, I'm starting to process with these dudes. I'm like, yo, what are y'all doing? Y'all look crazy right now. Like, it's never that serious. Like, why? It's a Saturday morning at 9.30. Like, why are y'all getting like this? And, like, what is your plan? What is the point of this? What are you What are you, What are are you? you going to do after the fact? Like, what are you getting so upset about? There's no way it can be this deep. And the, the YouTube dude coming, he's like, no, nah, it is that deep. It is that deep. He goes, it's personal. It's personal. Yeah. He's been saying that I was all like, game. What? He's like, so what are you going to do when you get disrespected? I'm like, yo, I'm not saying you can't be mad, but like, yo, who look who you're yelling at. Like, look who you're getting mad at. Like, you should be mad at yourselves. Like, why are you yelling at the refs? Like, they just here to do the game. Like, this doesn't make any sense. My and, question is, who did they feel got disrespect? Like, what did they feel was disrespect? Right. That's what I'm saying. Because there was like nothing that happened in that whole ordeal. Then it was like anything. No, no, no. Got when Rashawn disrespect. told the girl to shut up, that was just no, it wasn't that good. Yeah, it I mean, was it was a reaction <laughs> to her saying it was a reaction. It and was. to be to be fair, in the grand scheme of things, that wasn't even <laughs> that shouldn't have well, she's Kate Birdian, so I know that's that's what it was too. But um, <laughs> you know, it was it was just one of those things where um yeah, it, it just set everything off, which I'm just like, yo, like. 
I think it was just a it was just a build up of everything. What, what, well, what it really felt like was they thought they were gonna come in, they were gonna blow us exactly. out by twenty, they were gonna get an easy dub. We're beating them by thirteen and fifteen, and then they just de- like devolved, like they just couldn't it, emotionally it was, handle it anymore. And it was nothing that they could do. Like they threw yeah, that. They little... was even. They even tried to get me to get disqualified in the last five minutes because I had a um, I had my red shirt on because I can't get the jersey on because I don't fit the jersey. And they're like, "Yo, he he doesn't have an orange shirt. He doesn't have an orange shirt." The ref's like, "Yo, he don't fit the jersey. Like, what do you want him to do?" I'm like, "Dog, in the last five minutes, just throw, like, yeah, just throwing it." And, and low key, we pulled it. We had a we had a jersey and everything for there, so it wasn't a matter of like, "Oh, there was no jersey," and we just like, "All right, well, fuck it, he's gonna yeah. wear this shirt." Like they're literally Darius tried on the jersey before the game. He was like, "Yeah, it's not gonna work." Yeah, and <laughs> honestly, I think I think what really set them off is when they came out with that little BS press that we just broke every single time. Yeah. Like we literally got it to the middle and just like had our one of our big guys just just work them in the middle, oh. and then and then D. <laughs> D hit a deep three, which literally set it off. I think that's I that think that's what game. it was too. That's that was what it game. was. A deep three, like nothing but net. <laughs> I was even shocked. Me, I was like, yo, he shot that thing from, from damn near half court. And I was like, at that point, at that point, it with was the over. hand in my with the hand in my with the hand. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that hurts. Yeah, it was definitely <laughs> over. Then the next play is when like, Rashawn hits a then Rashawn hits a bucket the next play, and they're like, yeah. This shit is over now. Because <laughs> I was like, I want to say it was like McShane stole the ball from somebody yeah. and then gives it to you. And you go down and hit a pull-up jump shot. And it was like, yeah, like they knew it was over. Then like, he was like, every time like I ended up like the foul line, they have one girl on the team. Like if I missed the free throw, she would yell out, ball don't lie. The whole game. Ball don't lie. He's like, wait, what? So every, time, like, so every time I hit a free throw, I looked at her and say, ball don't lie. Yeah, that's the one I told her to shut up. See, I love I'll talking shit too. If they start talking shit, I'm talking shit. No, it was her. It was her, but then the other one got upset. And then when oh. I said it, I was like, damn. So, you know, I'll I'll hold myself <laughs> accountable. I'll take accountability for that. That was in the grand scheme of things, it was it, it a was a knee-jerk reaction. It was a knee-jerk reaction, but then also I'm proud of myself. I did my best to try to, you know, defuse the situation. And it kept on happening, and I removed myself, and then inserted myself into it again by telling her to shut up. But that was the thing; was like we were laughing the whole time. We were. I mean, it like, was. And all I think fun. that's what yeah. made them. That's what made them even angrier. Was that we weren't taking it serious? Yeah. Yeah. And the funny thing, the funny, the funniest part about it was you could tell after the game it didn't have anything to do with us because after the game, after everything had squashed down, they adapted us up, everything was cool. They were still arguing with the ref, like yeah. all the way up until the next game started. There was they one dude that was, about themselves. The dude was legitimately still arguing with the ref. The dude that played like two minutes. There he was, was one, still yelling at the ref. It was one dude who honestly I think he might be a little touched, but he was arguing with the ref. After the game, he probably was on the floor for like maybe a minute or maybe so. Maybe a minute. Maybe. He was, the loudest, he was, he was one the, of the loudest people arguing. He was arguing. still, he he was was like, still in it. What are you possibly arguing about? <laughs> but to bring this back, bring this back around, like just and to take it off of that, but just talk about bruised egos, like our community. Like, what is this thing that we have with being disrespected and why do we need to take, why do we need to like take that power back no matter what? the possible risk or, or possible outcome or impact is like lowest lowest possible impact of that if that escalated further would be y'all wouldn't be able to play again or the league would be you would be kicked out the league or the no one would be welcome back to the league or the league would disband but worst possible incomes like someone gets hurt someone goes to jail someone you know you know god forbid like someone gets killed but like I just, I wasn't understanding it. Like, why? Like, my dad always said, like, yo, a lot of people are in jail or dead because they felt disrespected. And it's like, I just can't understand for the life of me why we have to hold on to that. Because that's what one of the kids kept saying. It was like, uh, kids, I call him a kid. Because he was acting like a kid. Um, mm-hmm. But he was like, yeah, so what am I supposed to do when I get disrespected? I was like, and what? Like, so what? <laughs> what right. is what is your plan? Like, Why? What are you going to do? You're going to go get your respect back? Like, no, sometimes you got to hold the L. Like, you just got to hold the L and walk away. There's no point. And uh, one of the refs was like, 
when the rest like, oh, you must be an SEL educator. I know this is the educators league, but you must be doing SEL. <laughs> I was like, that that's just funny. But yeah, like, why as our people can we not handle disrespect? Slavery. Yeah, I mean, all gets tied back to slavery for sure. <laughs> right. But like, we're 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 when can we like get past that? I feel like it's almost like ingrained. Like connected to the slavery, but like a survival mode. Yeah. Where like if like when we did live in a more more in conditions that were more like yo crabs in a barrel, like when that when that unfortunately may have been one of the only options to have, like yo somebody else gonna have to lose so I can win. Mm. I think it's like somewhat ingrained in the culture. I mean, even into like like gang culture. We know gangs started to like to help the community out and things like that. And then somebody was wrong. Somebody shit on somebody's doorstep. And you know what? We're gonna have to beat you down because we can't have shitty doorsteps in this neighborhood. Like so <laughs> people always feel they gotta get their lick back, but like we're not we're not in that situation anymore. And getting your lick back doesn't do anything. Before it was saying like, yo, this per we can't mess with this group or this person. Um, we can't get over on them. Boom, community is protected. People are safe. Now it's not a factor, but for some reason it still says um, that we need to do that because of stuff perpetuated by society and our music. I that yeah. we keep that it gets going. a they clone Tyrone and <laughs> how they play the music that yeah tricking people and stuff like that. But yeah, like I just don't get. I just think too, I think, I think with this, I just think with this educator league too, in in a lot of ways, this is all, this is in most cases, a lot of people that play in this league, this is their only outlet to get any Mm -hmm. sense of like frustration out. Right. Mm -hmm. And think about some of the shit that our educators deal with on a day-to-day basis and then you're like, yo, I got I got Saturday where I can at least try to get it out in a healthy manner, but then combat that with somebody else who's also had a shitty week <laughs> too. It, it it just becomes a recipe for disaster. But yeah, I, I will say, you know, definitely we could we could have definitely done better in that situation because at the end of the day, it's not that deep. I'm not getting paid to play in this league. There's nothing that comes out of this, but. I got the opportunity to run up and down for an hour or so with my right. friends. Like and that alone that I love. That alone is so valuable. Having a gym. And first of all, the schools pay for it. Yeah. Right. And we was talking about BSC, BSSC and how much fees, how much those fees are. It's free. For like bro. a 20 minute game. Like, so this educator league, the schools pay for it. The court is nice. Um, the refs are consistent what do you call a bad or good? They're consistent. I think they're, if there's anything that they are, they're consistent. Um, Like they're there. They're like there this. The yeah. refs are there every week. Like how, I don't think people understand how hard it is to organize that, how hard it is to find a gym. Like they even got like dudes um doing the clock. And it's doing a the privilege. Yeah. It's yeah. a privilege. Like we can't they got students working. Granted. Yeah. They got students like working the game. Keeping They're probably paying them too. And, and to be fair, some some of which are alumni that get the that get the chance to play with you know their former teachers mm-hmm. too. So I mean, I, it's yeah, supposed to be a positive uplift. It is supposed to be a positive opportunity, thing. and people are making it about themselves, making it yeah, about the their ego egos. piece. Yeah, that ego piece where it's just like this is bigger than us. Yes, everybody. I was like, about to say that. <laughs> This is bigger than us. Like to to sacrifice this because you're losing by 15 and you didn't get a foul call, right. and so you want to potentially ruin it. So they stop having not not just invite you back, but I could see it in a world where they just be like, you know what, we can't do this anymore. Right, that's easier to be right. like, why why put up with the headache? Like they're doing us a favor by having this league. Right, we can't even represent it properly. Like I need my school to join that. It, it's it, it's it's beyond me. To be fair, too. I know you talked about BSSC. The competition here is so much better. Yeah. Yes, it is. And BSSC. Yeah. Um, that, that's the other piece, too. Like, this is legit run. Like, we can actually play ball, ball. Yeah, you're not – each each week, you're not going to get any mid-level competition. Like, every – and I think that's what it is, too. You know, the competition is great. 
And then I think people internalize that as, oh, shit, the stakes are higher <laughs> in that sense. Um, but then again, it's a Saturday run. It's It serves the purpose for us to, like, build this community through basketball and niggas want to fight each other. <laughs> Like I just I just think about at the end of the game where we went to like huddle up and stuff, the white dude on our team was in the bleaches damn near <laughs> on his way out the door because he's like, I don't want to be a part of that 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 nigga tree going on. <laughs> I don't know what that I is. I can't blame him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, blame him on that. Cause when I when I see stuff like like my parents' family taught me when you start seeing shit like that, like you at the uh, court picking up, you're not from this neighborhood, and niggas start doing all that. Yo, go play ball somewhere else. Like, just just get away from that. Like, that's definitely how I was raised, bro. I'm not getting into that. I'm a, I'm a better track star than I am a boxer, so. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I know to get away. Yeah, man. You're absolutely right about that. Yeah, and and, and... You saying I can't fight. <laughs> no, I'm talking about I'm talking about not being a part of nah, y'all need to square up right now. I'm gonna Nah Mook's bigger than me. I'm not fighting him. Nah, it comes nah, down I to that. I ain't fighting. Comes down to that line from Friday. Like, yo, you might win some, you might lose some, but at the end of the day, you live to fight another day. Oh <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, that should man. be the title of this part, bro. <laughs> oh yeah, for real. Mm-hmm. All yeah. I know is all I know is we're above them in the standards now because we all one and two, and we got the head-to-head now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We play them again. They're going to be – they're not going to forget. Yeah. It's just like, how do y'all have this much energy? Like, if y'all put this much energy into actually playing the game, y'all might have actually won, like, all this argument that y'all did. And that's that was the thing, too. And I don't know. I feel like when we get older playing basketball – it's more of a chess game, right? There are going to be younger people that are quicker than us, faster than us. But this dude, this dude right here, I'm like, oh, he's, I'm in his head right now. And it's working because I know he's a lot more athletic than I am. I know he's a lot more stronger than I am. But if I, if I, if I'm rip, if I'm living rip free in his head right now, I got him. And we got him out of the game very quickly because it, it wasn't even about us anymore. It was about the refs. And that was a stupid move on his part because now they're just going to blow their whistle every single time we go to the rack. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, And and this is my last piece on these guys. These are the type of dudes that will do like try to do like Kyrie dribble moves through three people and then get stripped and then be like, yo, how are you not calling the foul? It's like, dog, right. you're right. dribbling through traffic right now you doing bullshit. <laughs> like you, you, you should have passed the ball five seconds ago. And you're still right. dribbling through people. Like, you're going to lose the ball every time. Uh, whatever. That's all I had on that, man. Egos, bruised egos, respect. Um, anybody else? Anything fun going on? Anything anybody want to check in about? I yeah, forgot I to ask y'all how y'all doing. Oh, yeah, go ahead, Mook. Yeah, I want to check in something. Yo, um, every week is a week closer to the Patriots getting rid of Mac Jones. So we're on week five right now, I think. Oh, we got what fifteen? We got got fifteen more. What is it? Fifteen more weeks? I don't even know how long the NFL season is now. At this point, I've stopped caring. But every day it's a day closer to get rid of Mac Jones. Is is he starting this week? He has to be. I, I don't know. After getting embarrassed like started. that, Bill just come. I, up I, I have time. a feeling that if he doesn't if he doesn't ball this week, if he's just done in general. Um, like they'll just bench him just because why? Like keep him keep him healthy so they can trade him. Um, yeah. yeah so, yeah, I don't understand. Basketball. I don't understand. The, like same thing with Justin Fields in Chicago. Like, why don't they just play? Action? Well, he went off Thursday. He did. No, Justin Fields played well the last like two games, two three games. Yeah, but like, why don't they just run play action and like little slants? Like, Yo, the problem is that Belichick's him... offense is outdated. Yeah, number one, like just a static pocket passer, like like the way they're doing it, it just does. Like you have to have like play action and stuff like that, yeah. and like that's what Mac Jones came from. Came from Alabama. Like niggas were worried about the run, the shovel pass, the fucking pooch kick. They were worried about everything because the niggas were fucking it's disgusting. The on his team, like, <laughs> <laughs> and, and then now and now he's in the NFL where like. 
he needs something specific. He's not like he's not versatile enough. Like he he's not he's not seeing the third, fourth reads and like rolling out the pocket. Like he doesn't really have a deep ball. Yeah, like he like Mac Jones isn't going to save any team. Like if you have a good team and everybody's balling, then you're good. But like I don't think he's the guy to build around. Like like no. Alabama said so that shit wasn't built around him. That shit was built around skill guys like, yeah. in defense. Like yeah, it was just, like not he was just there not to fuck up in college. Yeah, like to exactly. be honest with you, it was like just don't fuck up. We have there's all this a, around. a game manager. Yeah, yeah, there's not a lot of there's not a lot of teams in the NFL that are thriving off teams like that. Like you got like a Kirk Cousins who is pretty much like the like like a Mac Jones where like he'll ball out when everybody's doing what they're supposed to. Like he's not gonna necessarily lose you the game, but he's not gonna really win it for but you. Kirk can let that. Kirk got a cannon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's got and he's got, got a good team strength. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, like no disrespect to Kirk. He's better than Mac so Jones. So he's a Michigan obviously. State guy. That's why I'm, I'm yeah, and he better than he's significantly better than Mac Jones. But I'm saying like that. <laughs> that's, that's, that's Mac Jones is stealing, but I don't think Mac Jones will ever get to that good. Me yes. personally. Yeah, I agree. So out of Jalen, Mac, and Tua, who's the best? Jalen. 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 Actually, actually, I'm not gonna lie to you. At this point, right now, watching Tua play, Tua Tua I, has CTE. It just hasn't shown yet. It's coming. Hey, once he's just he gonna last track, for like two more years. Once he once he wins the Super Bowl, then we're like, all right. Once he gets on track, some of that Antonio fl- Brown will know. You better hit some of that Florida weed that got spritzed by a little bit of that K two shit they be smoking down there too, <laughs> and it's just gonna activate CTE activated. No, activated that spice. Yeah, he, he like just, he, he be, some, yeah, exactly. He he's on, he's on his way. Do you do you see the concussion that he had was just egregious? Like I can't imagine he can. He's gonna be good long term. The game sounds. Yeah, yes. well. Uh, good luck to you, Mac Jones. Good luck to you, Patriots fans. Never thought I'd say that before, but uh, that's all we got this for is- this. Oh, go ahead. That's like knowing that the Lions is out here balling and the Patriots out here looking like the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mook, tell the good people where to find us, man. You can find us at dots, uh, dots up dot podcast on Instagram. So, like I said, tell a friend, tell a friend to give us a listen. You won't be disappointed. And it's been another episode of the Dots Up Podcast. Your homies on a drug list. All the family fuck up split. All the minds corrupted. All that trying to good luck with. It's too late for you. It's too late for me. The game is.